So I normally don't do videos, and I felt like the Lord told me, He's like, uh, it's it's time to start doing videos. I, I normally would just do uh, a podcast. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're gonna go through some scripture, and uh, this probably isn't like a normal TikTok you would see where like they're just trying to like bang it out in like one minute or whatever and it's just like really intense this is like I don't know it, it usually ends up being different than that <laughs> so basically uh, I've been in Isaiah and uh, kind of went through and like highlighted I think I'm on I'm in like the the early 20s chapter I think I'm on chapter 22 but I use all these different colors, and uh, I don't always do this. Sometimes I do. I just kind of started again recently. I felt like God was telling me to do it, and it's really helped with um, being able to like re receive what what God wants to show me. Um, so I was kind of reading back through it, and I felt like I should do that uh, with with you guys. And um, so I, a lot of the orange. So like orange is like the um, like death and destruction and doom and gloom stuff, right? Uh, so I'm gonna basically read everything except for the orange, which is not to say the orange is not important because it's real, right? There are some things in orange that I might read, but for the most part, we're gonna be doing the pink stuff, which is the love stuff. We're gonna be doing the yellow stuff, which is like the action command stuff. We're going to be doing blue stuff, which is prophetic. Um, and then there's green in here, too. There wasn't green on that page, but uh, I use green for, like, this, this statement of a fact for, like, truth. Um, so we're just going to go for it. Nah, we probably won't yet. There's some other things on my heart I feel like I should share. So... <laughs> this light trips me out, man. <laughs> like, it's just bizarre. It's really odd. It makes you look like you're like a werewolf or something, you know? Um, but yeah, God was like... Uh, this morning I was, I was thinking about... Um, he, was, he was talking about music. Because um, I'm into recording music. And, uh, but, but I, th I think it applies to like any, anything that, uh, anything that we do, any, anything that we create. Um, so there's like, there's like stuff for, uh, for the other believers, you know, there's like worship music and, uh, I don't know. That's probably the only example I could give right now. Um, cause God was talking to me about music, but basically, um, He's like, uh, Jordan, the music, like the music that I'm calling you to make in this time, in this season, it's not for you, it's not for Paula, she's my girlfriend, um, it's not for most of the people that you hang around, it's for the people that are heavily addicted, blacking out, overdosing, the murderers, the rapists, the school shooters, the communists, the people that, that don't want to live, the gay people the people that hate themselves, um, the people that hate themselves in their whole life, uh, the ones that need hope. And then, uh, and then he said, reach them. 
and uh, it's a different, like, it's a different style, man. Like that, like what the Lord's trying to describe to me is not worship music. It's not the music that uh, you would hear on, on Sunday at a church. Like, it's different, man. And I, I, don't, I don't know totally what that's gonna look like. Like there were some things in my heart that I wrote like a month or so ago, and then I just kind of dropped them and I just went into just a really intimate season with God. But I feel like he's telling me to go back and to record that stuff. Even though it feels like really edgy, even though it feels like a lot of people in the church won't like it, it's like God is saying like, this is what's gonna save people's lives. This is, this is what's gonna make a difference. And um, it's a trip, man. <laughs> like, loving the people around us on, on a daily basis, the people that we work with, the people that, um, the people that we go to school with, our, our family members that, that don't know the Lord. Um, God's gonna call us to do things and to say things and to pray things um, that m might seem ridiculous to, to other people. Like, <laughs> God knows, he knows what those people need. Um, there's things, there's things that he puts on our heart, right? There's things he gives us vision for. Um, to, to grow in, uh, to, to make happen, to create, all that stuff. And he didn't give it to anybody else. Like there's a shared, there's a shared vision um, amongst churches, there's a shared vision amongst small groups, there's a shared vision amongst families, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, sometimes, right? Like I'm talking like blood brothers and sisters. Um, there, there, there is that, but there's also things that God put on your heart that he didn't put on anybody else's heart, like a specific way of going about it, like a specific way of ministry. Maybe there's other people doing that same style of ministry or they're reaching out to like the same audience, but he has, he has it for you to do it in, in a way that's unique to just you. And you're gonna have people that disagree. <laughs> you're gonna have people probably that you care about and you respect that disagree. And man, I'm telling you like there's so much freedom in being okay with that. Like, you don't have to get everybody to like you. You don't. Like, it's so exhausting, man. Like, I'm telling you, you could just be in an intimate love relationship with God. And, like, that's enough. And, like, community and fellowship, it's all a part of that. Like, we're not meant to be lone wolves, lone rangers. We're not meant to be off on our own doing our own thing. Like, we're meant to do life together as believers. We are. Like, that's the way it is. But, man, it's okay if people don't like you. Like there's things you put on your heart for a reason to change things, to shift things, to make a difference. To change the systems that are in place, man. Like it's all, it's all so that people would know him more intimately. 
there's things there's things that that God uh, has shown you there's experiences and things that you've walked through with him and come out on the other side in victory knowing way more than you did when you went in that he wants to share with other people and like some of them aren't gonna like it <laughs> it's real man he wants he wants us to know him as a father where we can we can approach him and um, and like know that he loves us no matter how we're, we're feeling like <clears throat> to know that like no matter no matter what we did this morning or yesterday or the day before yesterday or in the last week or in the last month that he loves us and he, he wants our best life man to recognize that all shame and all guilt, anything trying to bring up our past and convince us that that's still who, who, we, who we are now is, is not from him, it's from the devil. <laughs> it doesn't matter who said it, man. It doesn't matter if it was your mom or your dad or your church leaders or your best friend. Whoever said that thing, whoever said that thing that was a thing to bring shame on you and to bring guilt on you and to make you feel that you're still the person that you were when you were living in the garbage life that you used to live and make you think that that's still the way you want to live. I'm telling you, it wasn't God. And you just bless those people, man. And you just love those people. You love the hell out of them, man. <laughs> And like so many times, like when you're stepping out in the things that God wants you to do, people are gonna think that your motives are like way off. Like way, way off, dude. <laughs> and that's okay. They should. Because <laughs> they've only seen you for your past. And if your motives were way off in your past and they know that, they see you do something that God's called you to do from a right and healthy place, they should think you're doing it from the wrong motive. Because if you were just living like hell before, they're still going to think you're living like hell now. Because they might not be seeing you the way that God sees you as perfected. Like the way, the, the way that you were made to be from the beginning. Like he sees us for our potential, he sees us for where we're going. He doesn't, he doesn't see us for where we are. A lot of times we come to him, right? And um, we're like, God, will you please forgive me of this and this and this? And he's like, we took care of that. Like that's already done. Like he doesn't even understand what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> like man. He, he wants, he wants us to see ourselves the exact way that he sees us. I pray that way all the time. I'm like, Lord, when I look into that mirror, I want to see what you see. I want to know what, what you know about me, God. This is a trip. There's a place in Corinthians. I think it's first Corinthians. We're just going to go. We didn't really get to Isaiah. We're going to go there really quick. It's that verse about love. You guys have all heard it, um, probably at weddings. And uh, 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 so 
This is after the love part. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures in every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And Okay, we kind of got cut off there. My alarm went off. Um, it says, uh, um, now our knowledge is partially incomplete and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture but when the time of perfection comes when partial things will become useless but when the time of perfection comes these partial things will become useless when i was a child i spoke and thought and reasoned as a child but when i grew up i put away childish things now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror but then we'll see everything with perfect clarity all that i know now is partial and incomplete but then i will know everything completely just as god now knows me completely three things will last forever faith hope and love the greatest of these is love there's a reason that we only know part of it. There's a reason we don't know who's going to heaven and who's going to hell. You think that purgatory's not real? <laughs> I've, just, I've heard stories. You've probably heard stories like just bizarre stuff, man. <laughs> uh, lose some people talking about that. But there's a reason we only know part of it. There's a reason that we don't know everything here. Because if I knew that this guy at the bus stop next to me was for sure going to hell, which God knows if he is or if he isn't, I believe that, um, I wouldn't love him. I'd probably go sit on the other side of the bus and pray for the old lady with the cane. But if I don't know, I'm going to at least try. <laughs> And that's a good thing. We're called to try, man. Like, I don't know why I felt that was so important to share. But man, God loves us. He desires that everybody would be saved. And not, not everybody will. He says that. He says not, not everybody's getting in. <laughs> but man, we, get, we, we, we give our life to him. We say yes to him, and we're in. And like, even if we feel like, even if we know, <laughs> we, we took a turn the other way after making that decision, um, <laughs> we did it with Jesus, man. Even if you went backwards, even if you backslid, even if you went the other way, I'm telling you, you did it with Jesus. And he was there the whole time. And he was growing you and he was showing you stuff. And there's things that you learned in that that have now equipped you to love people and to do ministry in a way that you never would have been able to before. And the whole thing wasn't the will of God. God didn't want you to do that. He didn't want you to go the other way. It wasn't his plan. There was something you missed. You messed up. You did. You did. And it's okay. But I'm telling you now, you know more than you did when you went into it. And now whatever that thing was, on the other side of it, you can help people out of that, man. 
You can comfort people. You can comfort people in the same way that he comforted you in that place and took you out of that place. You now have the ability, you now have the anointing to help bring people, to pray people, to encourage people, to love people out of that place, to give them the strength to walk on their own where they don't need you. <laughs> I gotta go to work. God bless you guys. Have an awesome day.